Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is not so popular. And on the last episode, tips on self-confidence for Muslims were shared. And today, inshallah, an amazing sister would be discussing positive mindset for Muslims with us. She will talk about what positive mindset, traits of positivity, why is positive mindset important for Muslims, toxic positivity, and how to imbibe positive mindset in ourselves. And this sister is one amazing sister. She is Sister Islamia Akibo, a STEM homeschool educator, a natural beautician, a culinary artist, founder of Queen's Flow Care Foundation, and she's someone who is a sickle cell awareness advocate, and she loves volunteering, and she's passionate about menstrual and girl child hygiene. She's also a very good cook, in case you're wondering. She is someone who also radiates positivity in every aspect. And if there's one thing it has done to her, it has boosted her confidence in lots of ways. So inshallah, she'll be taking us down the lane of positive mindset for Muslims. Sister Islamia Akibo, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Um, oh, thank you, you very much. Alhamdulillah, I'm very fine, thank you. And you? Alhamdulillah, I'm fine too. Alhamdulillah. It's my pleasure you have being the floor. Okay, thank you. As mentioned, I will be talking about positive mindsets, which we also know as positive thinking. So, um, and if we would look at this, positivity doesn't always refer to us simply smiling and looking cheerful. No, it's either it's, it's more about one's overall perspective on life and our tendency to focus on all that is good in life, all in quotes and bold, all, not leaving a part and holding on to one part. It is us um, accepting everything and looking at it with positivity. No. means that we should, uh, we should approach life's challenges with a positive outlook. We should approach life's challenges with a positive outlook. And this um, does not necessarily mean we would be avoiding or ignoring the bad things. Instead, it, uh, it involves us in making the most of the potentially bad situations and trying to see the best in other people and also viewing ourselves and our abilities in a positive light. So this, this from the definition which we just heard now, it doesn't mean that life is going to always give us something we want or something we wanted. It's, there is always going to be this smooth and the rough journey in life. So it is how we, we, we approach the rough journey because everyone likes something smooth. We then say 90% of humans are not always ready for the rough part of this life. We are always comfortable at the smooth part. So when we had a rough part, things tend to be like, oh, am I the only one? Or oh, why is all this happening to me? No. Even when things are happening to us, we should see it as a, a, a stepping stone to us. It should be a stepping stone. It should be something that would make us to be able to bounce back and be able to, um, we should be able to face whatsoever it is. 
We should, we should be able to focus on the bright side and expect positive results. And we should also approach the challenges with a positive outlook. This is, what, this is the basic of what positive mindset or positive thinking is about. And our positive mindset, um, it's, uh, having a positive mindset means we have to make it a habit. If we have to continually be searching for the silver lining and making the best out of any situation we find ourselves. If we did not include these in our habits, if we did not make it an, an habit, then we would not be able to have, it's going to be difficult for us to have a positive mindset or a positive thinking, positive thoughts all the time. And if we look at um, Quran chapter 2, verse 45, that's Surah al Baqarah, Allah mentioned that, uh, this, this means that we should seek help through patience and prayer. In fact, this is a popular verse virtually all Muslims know, but we do not follow it. We only know seek help, seek help through patience and prayer. What about the other part of it? Allah continued and said, and indeed it is difficult except for the humble submissive to Allah. That means it's difficult except for those who take themselves as Muslims. And we cannot be Muslims if we do not believe in Allah. We do not believe in his angels. We do not believe in Qadar. We do not believe in the last day of judgment. All the, 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 um, the six articles of faith. We can't call ourselves Muslims, even if we do not submit to Allah. Because in the, literal, the literal definition of Islam is total submission, submission to the will of Allah. Mm. So if we do not submit to Allah totally, then seeking help through patience and prayer will be difficult for us. And Allah also said it. It is difficult, except for the humbly submissive. So it is difficult, except for those who truly accept themselves as Muslims, who truly obey me, who truly, who, who truly understand what Al-Islam is. Um, there, are, there are many traits and characteristics associated with a positive mindset. But for the purpose of this event, we'll be talking about just six of it. And every six of it is what Islam told us about. Number one of it is being optimistic. And the, the literal definition of optimism itself is um, the willingness to make an effort and take a chance instead of assuming our efforts won't pay off. So this means that whatsoever situation we find ourselves, we should be optimistic about it. If we find ourselves in a not so appealing situation, we should be optimistic about it at whole. This is just the way it is because Allah has called it, it has been destined it to be. It is less for you to strive. It is less for us to know, okay, this Kodari, I just want to be there, I don't want to make efforts. It is our efforts that pays off. If I'm in a situation, okay, for instance, we, everybody is in, the, in this lockdown situation, virtually every household is financially drained. But regardless of this, we still keep on pushing efforts. Even you see, this affects teachers mostly, and you will see a lot of teachers doing one business or the other. It's because they're optimistic about the situation that I can't just sit down like this doing nothing. It is not easy for someone that hasn't been in the business line before to just pick up a trade and start doing. No, but because um, it's either they are being optimistic about it that whatsoever, at least something is going to come out of it. We will be able to feed ourselves. I'll be able to feed myself. I'll be able to feed my family. That is being optimistic. And as Muslim, we have to, we have to be optimistic. If we are not optimistic, then our, our hakida, our creed is not complete. Because 
being optimistic is 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 is, is an aspect of Kodar. If you, if you do not believe in the, in Kodar, if you do not believe in destiny, then how would you be optimistic about the situation you have or the situation you would find yourself in? Then the second one is acceptance, and acceptance is acknowledging that things don't always turn out how we want them to be, but learning from our mistake. That means we would always make mistake. We are human. We would hear. We would make mistake. In fact, and we are very, very easy. In fact, human in, in, in among the creation of Allah, humans are the number one one thing that, um, that forgets things easily. We tend to forget things easily, and that is us making mistake. Else, if we do something today that is wrong, we wouldn't fall short of it again. But because we are human, we would always hear. We would make mistake. That is it. So acceptance and optimism. How does optimism comes into acceptance? Acceptance is after acknowledging that, okay, these things does not turn out the way I want, but I'm learning from my mistake. Then optimism comes to take place. That, okay, from this mistake that I've learned from, I am still optimistic about it, that something good will come out of it, no matter what it is. Then the third trait is being resilient. And resilience is us... Resilience is us bouncing back from um, adversity, from disappointment and failures instead of us giving up. So resilience is that spirit in us that will always keep us going, that will always push us. Okay, you have to do this. You just have to try. You have to do it. You have to have the confidence to do it. Just do it. It's that spirit that will always push us. So instead of us giving up, the resilience, after we've, has, we've accepted the situation and been optimistic about it, Resilience comes up, and resilience is us not giving up. It is not just it is not just that I've accepted the situation of things. It is not me being mm. optimistic about it, but it is me accepting, being optimistic, and also not giving up, being resilient. Mm. Then the fourth one is gratitude. As Muslims, <laughs> there is no Muslim that does not understand what's being grateful to Allah is. Because no, no. We wake up, when we wake up in the morning, what do we say? Alhamdulillah, lady. Alhamdulillah. This is this means that we are thanking Allah because um sleep itself is a is a temporary death. Because when we are asleep, if there is nothing bothering our mind, when we sleep like a baby, you do not hear anything happening around us. And at that moment, hmm. we are all temporarily dead. Because to think of it, you would hear, oh, somebody died last week. What was the cause? Nothing. She wasn't sick. She only slept and did not wake up. The temporary death, Allah made it a permanent death for that person. That is why we all have to be grateful. We should always thank Allah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. The, verse, the, the, first, the very first chapter of the Quran is what? Surah Al-Fatiha. And in the beginning, it says what? Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. That means you thank Allah. I'm thanking Allah, the Lord of mankind, the Lord of the genes, the one that created everything. So even when the things are, when, when you are in a situation not so good, you just say what? Alhamdulillah. And the prophet used to say, when, when the prophet is in a situation that is not so good, he would say what? Alhamdulillah, ala Thanking Allah for every situation, for whatever the situation may be. So if you are restless about a thing, when you don't give up, you'll be able to thank Allah for giving you the spirit of not giving up, for you to be able to accept, to be optimistic about it, 
And to be resilient about the situation, it's what you've been grateful for. And if you see there, yeah. there are some people that do this 30 days gratitude challenge or so. If we do yes, yes. If, if if we do this gratitude challenge with sincerity, at the end of that 30 mm. days, there's no how we wouldn't come out with a positive mindset. Mm. There's no how we wouldn't come out thinking being positive. Because deep inside your truth, it is not just, just saying, okay, I am alhamdulillah, it rains. Oh, alhamdulillah, I'm able to eat. No, it's not that. It is you being able to understand, oh, alhamdulillah, I'm able to eat. Why? Because I don't have, I am struggling, but still with the little I have, I am able to eat what I want. Whereas there are a lot of people out there that does not have any means of survival. They do not even know what they will eat today, not to talk of tomorrow. That is you truly being thankful to Allah. Then also we have to be conscious and be mindful of things we do. And this means that we should be dedicated, we should um, dedicate our mind to conscious awareness and enhancing ability for us to focus. That means we should always be conscious of things around us. You see that there are some people that will see, they say, okay, this Muslim, they are, this set of Muslims, they are conscious Muslim because they pray, they um, fast, they do this and all that. Okay, being conscious is you. Okay, as Muslim, you know you have to pray. And when we want to observe our solar, the etiquette of solar, isn't it? Your dress should not be dirty. In mm -hmm. fact, you have to perform ablution. If your ablution is incomplete, your solar is incomplete. Your solar is invalid. Definitely. If Definitely. your ablution is invalid, solar starts from ablution. So if your ablution is invalid, your solar is invalid. So when we are, when we are performing mm. ablution, we are always conscious of, okay, the water has to run through in between my fingers. It has to run through. Yes, so it has to run through between my toes. It has to touch these. I have to wash from my wrist a little bit. Your scalp, your scalp, and everything. So it's just being conscious. If you are not conscious of this, then it's either hmm. you perform the ablution wrongly, or you leave a part. I'll just do it anyhow. And this is where kushu comes in place. And kushu is always um putting our mind in everything. In fact, I would say kushu, to me, kushu literally means conscious, being conscious of the things around you. Because even in solar, mm. your mind is not on that solar. <laughs> you mm. would be, be praying and probably be thinking, oh, I have, after the solar, I have one fried rice and chicken I want to devour. Exactly, exactly. Uh, the professor Salam told us that if, if you have a thing you want to do, probably if you are hungry before solar, then you should eat mm -hmm. so that you're able to concentrate on the solar. Not yeah. you praying and start thinking the solar which you are meant to pray for five minutes within two minutes you are done. Hmm. No. So looking at it, optimistic, acceptance, resilience, gratitude, conscious mindness, uh, consciousness and being mindfulness, all these five, they, they are intertwined into each other. Because there's yes, no how the work and demand. Yes. If you are grateful, that means you are conscious of the things happening around you. Because hmm. you can't be grateful for what you are grateful for what. If you don't know the things happening, if you're not if you are not mindful of the things happening around you, you're not conscious of it, then how do you want you to be, be grateful? grateful. Hmm. Then the last characteristics we'll be talking about is uh, integrity. And we all know what integrity means. It's a, it's a trait of being honorable. Being righteous, being straightforward, instead of us being deceitful and self-serving. Integrity mm. is uh, something very important. Even as Muslims, 
we shouldn't joke with our integrity. We should mm. not joke with it at all. And once once we have um, once once we live a righteous life, and we, we are honorable about ourselves, about our being honorable about things happening around us, then there is no how with all this, we wouldn't start thinking positively. And hmm. like I mentioned, like I mentioned, um, the characteristics and traits are not limited to this. Hmm. They are not to these characteristics. There are lots of other. Yes. The, these characteristics I mentioned now, they can also work in some other directions. Because if, if, hmm. if, we, if we actively adopt optimism, acceptance, resilience, gratitude, mindfulness or consciousness and integrity in our life, it will help us to develop and maintain a positive mindset. So that's, that is just a brief, that's very brief about um, what positive mindset it is on its own. And um, as Muslim, I mentioned that um, if, you, if you look at Allah mentioned in the Quran that it shall test us with um, something of fear and hunger some loss in goods, lies, and the fruit of our toil. So that means we cannot escape being tested by Allah. We cannot escape. Because look at the story of Prophet Ayub, alayhi salatu wasalam. In fact, he tested it with everything he had. Everything mm. that Allah tested, even with his wife. Allah tested him with his wife. Okay, so people might be wondering, in what way did Allah test Prophet Ayub with his wife? Remember Prophet Ayub, um, when Prophet, um, Prophet Ayub's wife was telling him that he, she was kind of being, um, I don't know this the proper word to use, like um, being ingrate, being ungrateful to Allah, saying um, at least what the punishment Allah, or let's say punishment Allah has given Prophet Ayub, and Prophet Ayub told her that if Allah, if, uh, if Allah should restore him back to the way he used to be, he is mm -hmm. his wife hundred lashes. <laughs> it is not easy. And when Prophet when Allah regained everything from him, Allah reminded him, You promised me this. Hmm. You promised me this. So that is a test. Because it is not easy for a man to say, Okay, I want to beat my wife because of this. And that is, for many of us, that is, a, um, we make mistakes in that way because we make promises that would not be, we might not be able to fulfill. And that is why we should hmm. always be conscious. We should be mindful of things. Mindful. Happening. Yes. So Allah continued in that verse. He said, we should give glad tidings to those who patiently persevere. Hmm. Those who stay when afflicted with calamity, so Allah will belong. And to him is our return. We return. So there are those on whom descend things from the Lord and mercy. In fact, this verse is a is, is a complete is a complete verse from Allah, leading us to positive mindset because it, we do not know we will be tested. We've been told Allah has told us that we shall mm. test us, and He wouldn't just test us, but He will test us with seeing something of fear. Hunger, loss of goods in life, the fruits of our labor. He's going to test us with everything. 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 Give glad tidings to those who are patient. I remember hmm. the same thing, similar thing was mentioned in Quran 2, verse 45. Was Tahin will be sobering was Salah. 
Seek help through patience and prayer. And this is what mm. this, this is also telling us. And Allah, the, and then the, 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 we are finding the good thing about Allah is that if he tests you and you are patient, there's always a good result. Give glad tidings to those who are patient. And Yoruba used to no. say, glad tidings, Bashir, Yoruba used to call it Iroidunu. No, Iroidunu. Yeah. call it. So tell me when things are wrong, when things are not happening the way we want it. We are patient. No. We, we, we seek help through prayer. We ask Allah to guide us through this. And we are patient and we tend to see, okay, I know Allah is testing me because he loves me. He, he no. mentioned it also that he only tests those whom he loves. So I know Allah is testing me because he loves me. And I know he's going to, if I'm able to persevere, if I'm able to endure this situation of things I am going through. Then Allah will reward me beautifully. That is what this verse is telling us. No. As Muslim also, we should um when we when we understand what Qadar is, no. that, that is a take-home for us. So we should understand what Qadar is. Qadar. No. Because when we believe in Qadar, they would know that everything happening to us has been destined. Definitely. No. Some people used to say, okay, so this is your mentality of um, it is someone that has affected you in your colonial share. No. That person Definitely. does not have any power over you, except that which Allah has called her. Yes. Allah yes. can only yes. that person as a pre-occurrence to that thing. That person is no. not the cause of the affliction, no. But it's because it has been destined that this thing will happen. No. But how just like, be? just like in be? this hadith of the prophet, where he uh, told um, um Ibn Abbas that yeah. if the whole world comes together to um to do something good for you, it will only happen if Allah has willed it. Exactly. And if they all come together to hurt you. It would only happen if Allah has willed it. No. So, if I, that's, so just, that's just a summary of what Kodar is. And no. if, we can, if we can understand this Kodar and make use of the six tricks and characteristics I've mentioned earlier, then be it would directly or indirectly start having this positive thinking, positive mindset of the thing. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for no. listening. All right. Thank you very much. Inshallah, on the next episode, she will delve into how to um, achieve positive mindset for a Muslim and also toxic positivity. Stay tuned on this podcast channel. So today she told us a whole lot of things. She told us what positive mindset is. She told us that positive mindset or thinking is um, the ability to always um see things always see hope in things see good things from any situation and always um focus on the bright side of life and expect positive results it does not mean there are no
Thank you very much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Really, really, I hope you get learned something amazing from this. Inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Naam assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.